I wasn't ready. I didn't know you were starting. <laughs> what a wonderful world. Hello and welcome to Cody and Corbin Have a Podcast, the show where two roommates, and Corbin and Cody, give their unfiltered opinion on one movie every week. This week on the show we have our guest, our other roommate. You want to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Connor Van Overberg. It's an honor to be here. <laughs> and uh, this week we're going to be talking about his choice of movie, Spider-Man, the 2002 Sam Raimi movie. Not everyone is meant to make a difference, but for me, the choice to live an ordinary life is no longer an option. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Corbin Zavokal, and over there we got... We back? What is it? Episode 4? Episode 5? Uh, this is episode, episode four, four, I believe. <laughs> episode four. Welcome back, cappers. Keep coming back to cap. We be capping a lot today. <laughs> I have no other comments. Let's do it. So uh, the way we're doing these guest episodes is that we let the guests bring their movie. So Connor's going to talk to us a little bit about why he chose uh, Spider-Man as opposed to one of his other favorite movies. Uh, so obviously, the main choice is going to be a superhero movie because that's kind of like my favorite genre. Um, but these two were giving me a bunch of shit um, about how I only watched two movies, The Dark Knight and Avengers Infinity War, uh, so I decided to switch it up on them a little bit. Um, and honestly, it's just the OG Spider-Man movie, and it was an easy choice. So. Should have picked one of those other three movies. But. <laughs> yeah, that's that's been a little bit better. But. I didn't want you guys to tear it apart, so I can still I, like them. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. Yeah, just wait. Um... Basically, the plot of this movie, Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, gets bitten by a spider. It's, it's, it's the classic origin story, right? Superhero. Um, he's got a love interest. He's got his high school woes. And then, of course, the villain, the, the Green Goblin, played by Willem Dafoe. Not too intricate, but it's kind of the ba- breakdown. Do you have any other thoughts on the plot? Cody summarized it pretty well there. I mean, yeah, it starts off with, like, a super spider, basically, which, you know, right. it's a great start to the movie. And then you forgot about Uncle Ben as well. Oh, like <laughs> intricate part. Yeah. That is, the that classic is. quote coming from him. But yeah, I think you got the gist of it there. Yeah. All right. So uh, tell me, Cody, what are your initial thoughts uh, coming off watching this? You want to start off with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, first off, I don't know. Like the pacing of this movie is really weird to me. It starts off with like like a 10-minute sequence of just like naming everybody who's like involved with the movie. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. I think that's an error. Starting, that's starting, like a 2002. Yeah. yeah. Started with the I didn't really like that. Um, and yeah, just like the first half hour, just like complete clunk, like dialogue where it's just exposition over and over and over. You got Peter at the beginning saying, oh, he's in love with a girl, blah, blah, blah. Supposedly he's in high school, even though he's like 40 years old. <laughs> and then we got, um, yeah, the whole Harry and Norman Osborne thing. Oh, you failed out of all the private schools. <laughs> Nobody cares, dude. And then you finally think you're getting into this story. And then Uncle Ben comes in and he goes, Oh, man, my, my work's so hard. <laughs> Peter's parents are dead. Like They're just naming off fags for no reason. He's too old for computers. He's 68. He's too old for computers. He's, he's an old man, to be fair. But, um, yeah. I don't know. This movie, if I had to sum it up in a word, I'd say, Meh. <laughs> Meh. It's all right. That, that's my initial thoughts. Alright, we'll move down the line. Uh, Connor, what are your thoughts? Uh, Watch this movie again. Yeah, I kind of just reiterated what Cody said. It's definitely like weirdly paced. Uh, I honestly forgot about the whole opening credit thing until I started watching it yesterday. 
Um, it was like I definitely just like skipped through it because it was kind of annoying. Um, I like his uh, word for describing it as meh. It's got it's like it's. I said it's like for it being in like 2002, like the action scenes and like the CGI is not as bad as like uh, other movies that you've seen. So like that's like a high, but like also like it just doesn't make sense in some parts and like the flow to it is kind of weird. So I thought the special effects were actually pretty good for 2002, uh, yeah. especially. Um, the scenery in the apartment with the fire and he yeah. throws those blades. That's pretty sick for, yeah. for 2002. Yeah, yeah. The, the use of slow motion, I think, in this film is really well executed. Um, but there's definitely parts where he's like swinging or whatever. You're like, this is, or he's jumping from buildings. Like, this dude's just on a green screen. Yeah. <laughs> the motion blur is a little weird. But uh, I was talking to Cody about this before the podcast. It's just kind of cringy throughout. <laughs> like, there's a lot of lines. Um, you also said Tobey Maguire does not look like a high schooler. None of them really look like high schoolers. Flash Thompson especially. Oh. <laughs> Joe Manganiello. Yeah, like um, James Franco probably is the most that looks like a high schooler, but he's still like super handsome and like. You say yeah. high schoolers can't be handsome? I just, I mean, you know, he's he's not he's out of that puberty. <laughs> he's fully developed, right? Uh, I think the opening scene after he does this whole monologue where he's like chasing after the bus is pretty funny. <laughs> That bus driver is just a dick. <laughs> He's like, ah, I'm not gonna let this kid. He's just laughing at him, and uh, Mary Jane has to go up there and tell him to, you know, stop and let him in. And then when he gets on the bus, it's like the it's the first call. <laughs> uh, Seats taken. <laughs> Casey. It's uh, two, two episodes in a row. I guess not a last episode, but another a lot of Forrest Gump reference on the pod. We might have to talk about that movie eventually. Jenna. Very much, very much like that scene. Seeds, days. <laughs> the <laughs> the yeah. dick little kids. Yeah. Great. The dude with the, the jelly donut at the start. <laughs> Just hanging on it. Wish even him. That. Even the losers, man. <laughs> Can't say with the losers. Which is, Tobey Maguire isn't that believable as like this weird nerdy kid that no yeah. one likes. And it's very, I guess we can talk about like his friendship with James Franco's character, Harry Osborne, is just strange. Because it's like, they, have, they haven't known each other for that long. No. Because he just joined the high school. But then they're like best friends. I don't know. And then uh, there's no specified timeline though. I'm sure he's been there like the entire semester. They're going on a field trip, right? That's, yeah. that's probably pretty. I pretty mean, fun. yeah, it's, it's probably been like a couple months though. I mean, they're graduating in a couple months. Yeah, but they're both supposedly like outsiders, so they connect. I bought their friendship. I, don't know. I mean, I understood the friendship. I didn't. And then he just like goes and like stabs him in the back by dating Mary Jane without telling Peter, which is kind of like a dick move. That's yeah. typical high school friendship. <laughs> though, right? The rich idiot and the, the lovable nerd. Uh, Connor, what do you think the stupidest part of this movie is? You stupid. Oh, so the stupidest part of this movie, I definitely had to say, uh, was when Peter goes to, like, the cage match. Uh, first of all, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it doesn't really make sense in, like, the plot, uh, just, like, that he's just gonna go, like, randomly fight his cage match, like, once he figures out he's, like, got these superpowers, he's like, I'm gonna go fight a cage match. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, the dude he fights is like ugly as hell, and so are like everyone in oh, that arena. Wow. <laughs> everyone in that arena just does not look great. Um, so and yeah, so I think that's the stupidest part. Um, I will say it is like a little bit better, um, just because like that's the first time that he does get called Spider Man. Um, even though he does like whine like a little baby about him getting his name wrong. He <laughs> got my name wrong. Um, I did have a second choice to this one, uh, and it was just like when the Green Goblin like attacks Aunt May, 
Uh, and then he just like screams at her to finish the Our Father. Um, so <laughs> that's what that's actually really funny. <laughs> Bouncing off uh, the, your first one, the whole the whole uh, wrestling scene, I really don't understand any of it. Yeah. Let's walk through <laughs> it bro, step by step. All right. <laughs> first off, yeah, the beginning is he wants a car to impress Mary Jane. Which okay, thousand dollars to buy the same car the Flash Thompson has. Right, which is terrible motives to begin with. Yeah. But yeah. Then once he gets there, um, like all these other wrestling people that are they're thrown in the ring, you know they're just doing normal wrestling. Moves. But when some scrawny kid comes in, they go cage match, <laughs> bring down the cages. Like I mean that's just so he can like crawl and swing and shit. But that's dumb as hell. Third thing about that scene is they, he's getting his ass beat and they throw in a fucking folding chair. <laughs> and all of a sudden he loses his fighting bit. He's just beating the crap out of him with a folding chair. I don't get any of that. But that that's just that scene. I had another one. Um, okay, so when uh, Norman Osborn attacks uh, J. Jonah Jameson and then Spidey shows up. <laughs> Very quick. Oh. Yeah, and then he's like... Uh, nothing happens. He's like, "Oh, get gassed!" <laughs> and he just, yeah, he just like stands there and doesn't move out of the gas. I thought that was dumb. I don't really know what he expected that. And yeah, not really a dumb part of the movie, but just like the movie overall. Sort of what you said earlier. Everyone in this movie is like forty years old, dude, <laughs> and they're acting like they're in high school. That's what pisses me most off, honestly, about this. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, you could go the younger route. I think Tobey Maguire has to be at least like. 27, 28 in this role. Uh, I remember I was like 27. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't buy it. Just put him outside of high school already. I don't think that was necessary because they graduate an hour into the movie anyways. You could just go straight into that story without all the you know BS ex- uh, exposition. But yeah, those are my dumb parts. I will say two two good things about the wrestling scene. Uh, first of all, Octavia Spencer. You know that guy? Yeah. I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Octavia Campbell Spencer. as well. Make yeah. Uh, you know who Bruce Campbell is? Nah. Guy in Evil Dead. He was the, uh, oh, well, the guy in the mic. Yeah, he's getting this. He's in all of them. Different yeah. ones. First of all, I think uh, Randy Savage does a good job with the movie. Bonesaw. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was Randy Savage. Yeah, that's, that's, that's who plays Bonesaw. So. He's fine. Um, I, I kind of have two things that I consider to do about the movie. First of all, just some of the quotes. I want to throw them out there real quick. Uh, Flash Thompson says to Spider-Man... Uh, Spider-Man says it was just an accident and he says my fist breaking your teeth that's the accident <laughs> good, good line stuff. good line uh, Toby Wire is taking out the trash and uh, Mary Jane comes up to him she's like you're taller than you look and he says I hunch and she says don't what about the one <laughs> where you're taller than you look no I what don't. about the one where she's like oh you have blue eyes I didn't notice because you always wear glasses yeah that's an <laughs> she said do you get did you get contacts and he just smiles at it. He doesn't even say anything. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one, he uh, he's fighting the Green Goblin, and he says, "It's you who's out, Gobby. Uh, out of your mind." I that <laughs> actually, like that, that was one. a great one. <laughs> you have a knack for saving my life. And then the other one, I just think the love story in this movie is very bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's not even a love story. At the end of the movie, he gets the chance to have her, and he just says no, which I think is just very strange. Gotta be humble. Uh, I don't get it. And well, I don't even make... really remember what happens between now and the next one because they definitely end up together. Well, what happens is Mary Jane's with, like, J. Jonah Jameson's son, who's an astronaut, and then she cheats on him with Peter Parker, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't really I don't even sense. remember that. Yeah, there you go. I remember that. Story, it's very detailed. Very strange. She ends up with Harry. That's dumb. Whatever. 
We'll move on to the next section. Favorite character. She is very gorgeous to me. Cody, who's your favorite character in this movie? No, somebody else go first. Gordon, go first. Yeah. All right, uh, J. Jonah Jameson is my favorite character. <laughs> Damn, that was my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, he's the funniest. Uh, he's he's like the most comic book like character uh, in this whole. And like, I think we live the movies we see today are very like comic book esque, where it's like everything's exaggerated and not hyper serious. And I think within this movie, he's the only person that's really doing that thing, where it's like, okay, this is a superhero movie, right? Whereas like Tobey Maguire is trying to whatever he's doing and be super serious so I, I think Joe James Joe Jana, Joe Jonah Jameson is the J Jonah who's Joe the model uh, I, I think he's the best character uh, limited screen time but yeah it makes, I, I agree for what he has in the movie he's got like 15 minutes maybe Triple J is definitely the best character in here I mean he's super charismatic every scene he has I'm just cracking up the entire time it makes sense they brought him back for the newer Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's just an icon in that role. I don't I don't see how anybody else can play the that. The cigar, the hair, the mustache. It's... Yeah. That's my favorite character. I don't have a ton of favorite characters to talk about. <laughs> Who's your favorite? Uh, I was going to say uh, William Defoe is, like, the Green Goblin. Uh, I thought he does a really good job of, like, going back and forth between, like, being insane and being the Green Goblin and being uh, Norman Osborn uh, and, like, that, like, flip back and forth. Uh, and just, like, overall, I'm a big fan of, like, the Green Goblin as a villain and like his cool suit and his weapons. Uh, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. Alright, wor- uh, worst character. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, opposite of that, I'm going James Franco as Harry Osborn. Um, just like in this scene or in this movie, he I, he's just like it's kind of like a little baby the entire movie. Um, like, <laughs> Dobie oh, McGuire, is it? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, Dobie <laughs> McGuire is too, but I don't know. Harry's just like my dad doesn't like me. Blah blah blah. And he just like whines, and then he just like, like when they get attacked by the Green Goblin at the festival, like he makes like no attempt to save MJ. Like he's just being a little coward, um, even though she's like falling off a whole like building. But you know, uh, and then he just like defends his dad after he calls her a gold digger at Thanksgiving, <laughs> which is like <laughs> that's just tough. He's got his dad's back. <laughs> What? That dude's wow. a snake, bro. Oh, yeah. He stole, stole uh, Peter's girl. Like, that's that's messed up, man. They're living together, and he just jumps in on MJ. He even uses the whole uh, spider line on her. Oh, did you know spiders can change their appearance? At the beginning of oh, it? Yeah, funny. that dude is uh, out to out to break some hearts, and he's just a terrible friend. Dude, also, he's just a whiny rich idiot. It's not his fault Peter's not going to talk to a girl. I mean, what's he supposed to do? Uh, I don't, I don't, a good wingman, yeah. No, I don't understand at all. I think uh, Harry Osborn's one of the better characters in the movie, honestly. Really? But that's just me. Maybe in Spider Man Three. D- I don't yeah, think anyway's a good like, character. In Spider-Man 3. <laughs> he gets, he's but, uh, not really. He gets his face blown off. That's about all he does in the movie. Yeah. All right, my worst character. I hate to say it, but <laughs> it's Uncle Ben. Like, <laughs> oh come on! All right, Pete to him. <laughs> Dude, all of his lines are just this after-school soapy bullshit. I don't want to hear it, dude. Ooh, great power. You need great responsibility. That's I don't like even know what you're talking about, you talking about, I do like in the movie where he's in the car talking to Peter about that. <laughs> and Peter's just a complete dick to him. <laughs> he doesn't care at all. He's like, you're not my dad. <laughs> I thought that was good. But, I mean, his death is only like 30 seconds, dude. Like, I feel like 
the first time I saw it, it was a lot more drawn out. Where it's like, oh, it's actually sort of emotional. But he just like gets there, he's dead, has some spider tears, and then just runs off. Like, I don't know. I think Uncle Ben is just just here in here to die. He's really not in here to do anything else, and that's not a good character in my book. No. Well, I was talking about spider tears in this movie. Spider tears, yeah. I think Jamie, uh, Harry's pretty good. So. Fair enough. All right, Cody, who can act? Wow. Who can act? Who can act? Don't get confused about what we're talking about. Sorry, sir. Who can act? I mean, is Willem Dafoe bad in anything, really? I don't really think he is. He's a pretty good actor. I got a lot of problems with just, like, his character in general, but he's pretty good in this. I wish he didn't have that stupid mask on so I could see his crazy, like, facial expressions the entire <laughs> like time. Like, the scene where his eyes are out. Oh, yeah. After he does the whole sleeve. Good. Yeah. I still don't like that. I wish I could see his entire face. He's, like, bargaining with Peter. Yeah, he's a really good actor. He's good in this. I can't really name anybody else who's good in this, so I'll give it to Willem Dafoe. You know, real quick to that point about the masks, and Spider-Man has the same issue where his, like, it's something they were dealing with in early superhero movies with characters that have masks on. They don't have a good way to like let them emote. Um, his eyes are completely covered. His face is covered. Same thing. Spider Man's he's completely static. He can't move his face whatsoever. Whereas like in comic books, they can you know move their their masks and whatnot to create expressions and create emotion. So they dealt with that a lot in early superhero movies. And you've seen like in the new Spider Man where the the costume he's wearing has the eyes that move and kind of can create. So it's definitely just an issue of the time. They haven't like figured out the best way to handle that yet. Yeah, all three Spider-Man movies deal with that very differently. Uh, I think these ones don't care that much. The only like sort of scene where he took off his mask was in the second one where he's like holding onto the train. He didn't really need that. The Andrew Garfield ones, he basically has his mask off the entire movies. Yeah. Like he gives no ass. And then yeah, with uh, the MCU one, they they were actually a little bit creative about it. Use the eyes, but yeah, tracks look different. What do you think he's gonna? Act? Who can act? Uh, I say J.K. Simmons is J. J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, as we already just stated before, uh, like everything that he does in this movie is like hilarious. Uh, he's the one that really brings like a whole like comic book comic book role uh, to the movie, uh, and I just think it's like a ten out of ten. So J.K. Simmons is a great actor. I don't think he's bad at anything, honestly. Uh, there's a movie called Palm Springs, which is really good that has him in it, um, as well as Whiplash. So I, I think J.K. What about those insurance commercials? <laughs> it's also very good in those. Um, I also am going to say Willem Dafoe. He's uh, he's not in a lot of like super popular movies. I'd say this is probably like the most mainstream movie that he's done, um, except for the first thing that comes up on his IMDb. But he can just he can take those like serious character roles and just take them to the absolute max. I think the scene where he's doing the mirror, where he's talking to himself, um, is like the perfect example of him like you mentioned earlier, kind of playing both sides of the super insane, but also like the father who wants to like what, what's best for his kids and his, uh, his family. And uh, I think, yeah, I think he's definitely the best actor in this entire movie for sure. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, uh, I'll, I'll start off with who can't act. It's my opinion! I'll say uh, Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> I, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't think she has a lot to work with, like with her lines, but it's just not very good especially if she's playing someone who wants to be an actress yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it, uh, I think Potter could, probably could have been a better MJ than uh, Kirsten Dunst personally but it's pretty as her there's the, there's the whole like storyline of like the, the, <laughs> abusive family <laughs> and like their 
supposed to be like this emotion and she's like a troubled girl but like that just doesn't really come through at all for me at all yeah bouncing off that I was definitely debating uh, Kirsten Dunst as it but I definitely just went with uh, Rosemary Harris (laughs) as it may oh I hated her in this movie too yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like there wasn't much acting she was just an older woman playing an aunt who's like 70 um, which just like gives like Context to how like Tobey Maguire is like forty in this movie playing a high schooler like it doesn't make a lot of sense, uh, and it's just like she's like a grandma playing a grandma, and there's not like much like there's no like production to it. Which, <laughs> are they supposed to be like his great aunt and uncle? Because why are they so old? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, he's old as hell too. Because so then in the other ones, and why is his uncle sixty? Yeah, yeah they. I think they're supposed to be his grandparents, but. That's not what the comic books say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's very strange. But yeah, I wrote down the first thing was it's very ironic that Mary Jane wants to be an actress, <laughs> but Kirsten Dunst is terrible at this movie. <laughs> so yeah, just bounced off what you said earlier. And then my main who can't act, dude, it's Tobey Maguire. He's absolutely <laughs> terrible in this movie. I can't, I can't even stand to look at him like halfway through. His like, um, his physical acting, like the whole transformation where he's like shivering on the ground. That's decent. Uh, but just every time he opens his mouth, I just want to, like, gouge my ears out. It's so bad. Uh, he's, like, super creepy, like we were saying earlier. Everything with him in high school is just weird. Him taking pictures of Mary Jane at the spider place. Oh, yeah. Weird. Weird. <laughs> and her in that scene as well, where she's like, oh, what should I do? <laughs> yeah, she's got a little paper out she's reading. Just those two together, like, they're supposed to be, like, why you would like the movie and Every time they just interact, it just makes me want to, yeah. you know, not watch it anymore. But yeah. Which is also, I think, why that love story doesn't work. And they're, bad writing. They're too. not very, I don't think their chemistry is great. Bad writing, bad acting, bad combo. Right. Um, all right. So now we're going to move on to Cody versus. Does Cody, if he is Spider-Man, does he win the movie? <laughs> You're going to throw it over me first? <laughs> <laughs> Either of you can answer. I'm gonna oh, say, uh, dude, there's no challenges in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what is there even for me to overcome? I like the end goal. He doesn't even get Mary Jane at the end, so I can just not even talk to her. Like, <laughs> Screw her. I'll go after some other girl. Um, yeah, the Green Goblin kills himself. So I mean, I have nothing to do in this movie. So I'd say, yeah, I win. Easy dubs today. Yeah, I, I, I would win. Yeah, sure. Like what? Like whatever. <laughs> yeah, I would win. What's the challenge here? I think uh, the next movie. Presents a lot more challenges and has a lot better of a villain. But in this one, like you said, the Green Goblin kills himself at the end. So all you got to do is jump at the right time. Yeah. Fine. This movie's actually a pretty good setup for the second one. The second one is actually really good, I think. I haven't seen it for a while, but from what I remember, like this, this is a pretty good setup. But like, there's no end goal in this movie. Like, yeah. It's just at the end, he turns down Mary Jane, mm-hmm. which was the, his only goal the entire movie was right. to get her. Very early on in the movie, uh, in the pre-production, they actually wanted Doc Ock to be in this movie and come in as like halfway through as the secondary villain, and then they just decided to push him off. Probably off smart. Into the next movie, which is definitely better for this one, but it kind of shows what you're saying is where a lot of this movie is just set up for what then happens and what I think is a really good superhero movie, Spider-Man Two. So, what do you think? Is he going to win the movie? Uh. You guys make good points that there's not really any challenges, but I definitely said that no chance uh, that he wasn't making it out of the cage match. <laughs> you get I have his power. You getting beat down with that chair, man? I don't think you're getting back up. <laughs> That's a good point. The chair. 
That's not a good point. I am Spider-Man. I have his powers. He got hit three times and had no problem getting up. So. Yeah. But once you hear a cage match, you're, you're shivering. You're done. I think I'm smarter than Peter Parker. I just go to the top and just web that dude up. What's he going to do? Well, Keep yeah, throwing like chairs at him? A cage match. And... Yeah, I, 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 I go like to the top of the game. That he like, like webs like up right, just and just nobody, nobody cares. He's got ropes in his arm. It's 2002. Nobody has any camera. I mean, he grabs he grabs some children too in the middle of like the world fair or whatever. Oh yeah. And webs them like no one notices, but because you know they're just standing there looking up as a brick is falling onto them. Yeah. I mean, it's a little kid. That's not that's right. No, it's two like grown people. Yeah, he saves the kid later. So in conclusion, I'd win the movie, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's yeah. a clear dub. Well, clear dub. If you make it past Randy Savage, then sure. What's my record now? Two one and one. Winning record, you, baby. You tied a movie. We on the rise. It was uh, a draw. I think the next movie <laughs> will be a fun one. <laughs> All right, so now we're gonna move on to uh, our our big pitch, our Epic Games pitch of what we should add to Fortnite. It's the guy from Fortnite. You know, Cody and actually, Cody and I were playing some Fortnite yesterday and it wasn't working, so we kind of have some beef right now. They're letting us down, dude. They're they're not. We're giving you a free shout out. You can't even let us play your game. No, <laughs> not living up to expectations. Couldn't even load in. Kind of ridiculous. I paid ten dollars for some Xbox Live. Why'd you buy an Xbox Live? Because I, I couldn't play. It didn't happen. <laughs> trying to play online. All right. Uh, we can kind of just go around because we probably each have maybe a couple things. So I'll just start off. I think the pumpkin bomb things that the Green Goblin yeah. has. Add those. Keep taking all my picks. Yeah, that's dude. What I was new new grenade, too. but then also the ones that have the the blades. Just all the, the different varieties. I think should be added. The disintegrating ones. Oh yeah. Yep. What do you think? Uh, I just kind of went with like is like glider. Like right now they got like those chickens that you can kind of fly around with. But you can like get his glide, like Green Goblin's glider and fly around the map with that. Who invited this dude? <laughs> well, both my picks have been taken already. I said uh, those bombs that turn you into skeletons. Those would be pretty sick. I think those would be like old school cool graphics you could put in Fortnite too. Then yeah, I said uh, the green glider. That'd be pretty awesome to have as well. So. I'm out. Sorry, I think I did my you best. Know, real quick pause here. And thinking about that, if he has a bomb that can just disintegrate anybody at any time, probably didn't have you know a ton of them. It's probably it's pretty hard. He could have used that against Spider-Man. Maybe I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I don't think he wanted to kill him. Well, he did at the end. I well, mean, yeah, eventually. Maybe he didn't have him then. Poor execution, I guess. Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to add? Me? I had nothing. No, yeah. I'm good. That's kind uh, of the only two. I think the Green Goblin skin would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, a Spider-Man skin? <laughs> eh. But I think the Green Goblin skin would be pretty cool. I don't see how the Spider-Man skin hasn't been in Fortnite yet. Yeah, it's yeah. weird because they did the whole Marvel thing and they didn't do Spider-Man. Well, it's Sony. Yeah, Sony owns probably it. Right, yeah. They just gave him rights That's to make some true. movies. But I yeah. I think the Green Goblin skin would be cool. But... I think the Spider-Man skin would be cooler. Eh. I'm being honest. I think it'd be cool with like the Into the Spider-Verse skin. Mm-hmm. Miles Morales, yeah. And then, I don't know about putting the glider itself into the game, but at least an emote where you can, like, if you're the Green Goblin, you can, like, hop up on his glider and just kind of emote around. Uh-uh. I think they kind of already have that. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, but if they're going to do an emote, I, I just want it in the game, dude. Screw emote. <laughs> if it's something to do with flying, I mean, why not just make it a glider? That's you can easy. fly with chickens right now, so. Oh, I see what you're saying. You mean, like, an actual glider that you drop? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be cool, because they've got the, the anime one. Yeah, they got a lot of ones that you just ride. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Alright. Who are you gonna replace in this movie? You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. 
All right, let me go first since you guys <laughs> take my picks every time. Maybe, maybe I'll take I got a few replacements. I'll start off with uh, the thing you guys have been saying. You're like, this entire time. I'm replacing the Green Goblin suit. It's terrible. The suit? It's, yeah, oh. it's not good at all. Their explanation for it is, oh, it's a it's a pilot flight suit. I don't what? even think that's what this category is about. It's garbage. <laughs> I don't care. It's definitely not. I, I'll replace everyone's movie. I don't care. This is, these are things that piss me off. <laughs> the suit's terrible. You what can't you tell know? me it's good. Dude, the Come mask on. is covering Willem Dafoe's face. And also, it's just not, it not, it doesn't look good. The real Green Goblin is like this messed up looking dude who looks like a goblin. It's just Willem Dafoe in a stupid mask and he's flying around. Like, that's kind of cool, but it just looks dumb the entire movie, I think. That's the first thing I'll replace. Take that mask off. I think this is a much better movie. How about, a, how about an actor or a director? <laughs> Who would you replace? You want me to keep going? Right, yeah, yeah. keep going. This suit's pretty good. If you compare these two pictures, right? It's, I mean, yeah, it's just it's creating a more like realistic version. I don't. Well, this is not a realistic movie, so I'm not sure why they went for that. <laughs> okay, yeah, replace an actor. <laughs> um... Let's get rid of Aunt May. What's her name? What's the actress's name? Uh, Rosemary Harris. <laughs> yeah, she's bad in this. Somehow, somehow she comes off like subtly British, <laughs> which is, you know, an interesting choice for the character. I don't know if she's British in real life, but yeah, I said replace her with Betty White. I mean, just all American fun. <laughs> she is English. She's an English actress. That makes sense because she sounds British for me. I don't know if she had that accent in this movie, but that's just how she came off. But yeah, how can you go wrong with Betty White in a Spider-Man movie? Like, how have they not done that yet? Honestly, <laughs> you've had like eight tries at a Spider-Man movie and no Betty White is Aunt May. Come on. Okay. All right, Connor. Thank you. you. Good pick. Uh, so I didn't. I kind of like took a cop-out answer, but I would just kind of like to see like if we put like Tom Holland in this setting. Uh, you brought Tom Holland back to 2002 and cast him as Spider-Man. How would he do in this role versus Tobey Maguire? But everyone else is still really old. <laughs> everyone else is the same, yeah. So it's just this, like, fifth grader around 40 year olds. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. Like, Tom Holland, I mean, he's, like, 22 or something, but he looks, I mean, because he yeah. his Spider-Man is supposed to be, like, a sophomore in high school, and he looks very young. It would be very jarring <laughs> against the rest of the characters, but. Yeah, that's interesting. I'd watch it. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> it would probably be better. Whatever happens in this movie. Uh, I've got one that like definitely was rumored at some point to happen. Uh, I just want to see Jake Gyllenhaal, circa 2002, as Spider-Man. He's about five years younger than Tobey Maguire, so it kind of fits a little bit more in the timeline. I think Jake Gyllenhaal is an amazing actor, and uh, I, I'd be really curious to see what he could do with it, especially in that time period of being young, like pre-Brofract Mountain, but kind of after Donnie Darko. I think Jalen Hall's a little overrated for that era, but I don't know. I don't think he'd work any better than Tobey Maguire because he has that that same sort of Donnie Darko acting that Tobey Maguire doesn't hear, which is like camp, like acting like he's in a really serious movie, but he's obviously not. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I, it probably wouldn't be great, but I'd still rather see him than Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Do you have another one? I have another one. I don't have any more. All right. I just want to replace the whole movie with younger people. <laughs> so just swipe the cast. Yeah, just give me any unknowns from like the early 2000s that look like teenagers, you know? This movie, I think, like I said before, that's really what just pisses me off about this movie. Is everyone's really old and they're acting like they're in high school for some reason. Keep uh, Joe Mangiel or whatever his name is. Though. He's good in this movie. I like him. But just replace the entire cast. I'm down with that. What about Leo? Would you put Leo in over Toby? I, I, He's that, actually a year older than Toby Maguire. But in 2002, he looked. Yeah, that's who I thought you were going to pick for Spider-Man. You always talk about, oh, Leo, I was almost Spider-Man, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, sure. 
Chuck Leland. Can't be any worse than Toby McGuire. Get get um Titanic Girl too, which I mean Kate Winslet. <laughs> get those hey, two. I'd watch that. That would be probably pretty good. Yeah. Uh, do you have anybody else? No, no that's it. Alright, uh, so now we're going to move on to the IMDb trivia section. Right. Naked Grandma! Naked, huh? Where I just kind of share some facts that I found online that you guys uh, give me your thoughts on them. So the first one is that Willem Dafoe actually did like 90 to 95% of his own stunts in this movie. Mm. Part of the reason, he was very particular about the suit. The original suit was like a lot bulkier and like he couldn't move around in. So he like requested a slimmer suit so he could move around and like do everything himself. So that's just kind of what Harrison is, he, he has to do everything himself. Uh, so you're telling me there's an even worse suit than the, what they had? <laughs> yeah, that suit is good. I don't I, buy it. I don't buy it, yeah. Apparently so. Uh, this is one I, I noticed myself, but uh, when jo- J. Jonah Jameson, Triple J, is uh, talking about trying to get a picture of Spider-Man, he says, oh, Eddie's been trying to get a picture of this clown for weeks, which is obviously in reference to Eddie Brock, who we later, later see uh, show up in the third movie um, as... There's a couple of references. He got uh, fired by Dr. Connors as yeah. well, who is the lizard. Yep. And there's, there's a, uh, another villain this reference, but not as popular. Um, actually, who? so this was after X-Men came out, and it, Hugh Jackman? What? Who's the other villain who's yeah. referenced? Oh, I don't know who it is. It's like, some, it's like Robot Man or something. Oh, so like, not a popular... Good research. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Hugh Jackman revealed that he was supposed to have a brief cameo in this movie as Wolverine and he even went to New York to film the scene um, but it all was scrapped because they couldn't get access to the Wolverine costume in time to like film this movie so we could have had like our the beginnings of the cinematic universe in 2002 that would have been sick yeah. but it couldn't get it Cody I think you'll like this one a lot actually that David Fincher was originally supposed to direct this movie and uh his version was going to take the whole origin story that we see like pretty much throughout the movie and condense that down just to the opening credits and then it would be based on the comic book the night Gwen Stacy died would be like the entirety of the movie which the climax of this movie is actually based on that comic itself they replaced Gwen Stacy's character with Mary Jane there's a scene where they hold Gwen Stacy over a bridge um, and he tries to save her but she, he fails in this movie obviously he does save Mary Jane um, but in the comic book, in near the same anger and retaliation, he beats the goblin to near unconsciousness. And when he tries to use a sled to impale the wall crawler, it backfires and impales him instead. Obviously, that's basically exactly what happens in this, so it's kind of taken directly from that comic book. Yeah, the Finchman under the camera, that would have been interesting. I like the idea of condensing down the origin story a little mm-hmm. bit, because that was pretty, pretty bloated in this movie. Um, but yeah, they sort of, I think they touch on that story a little bit in... The Amazing Spider-Man Two, that movie was yeah, god awful. So she just snaps her neck. Yeah, I'm not sure if that would have worked better or not, but I would have liked to see F- the Finchman take on Spooderman. That would be interesting. There's been a lot of like over the years, a lot of different like superhero type movies that he's been rumored to like have versions of or that he was working on, and then it just never gets to come to fruition. So I think it'd be interesting if we ever get to see a, a David Fincher superhero. Movie. I don't think he'll ever make one. But. Probably not at this point, um, but maybe if Netflix gives him. Uh, so actually, there's during the making of this movie, James Franco joked about Tobey Maguire having frog-like features, <laughs> and uh, apparently Tobey Maguire got super upset about this, and this created like a really big friction between the two actors, and then there's still an existing rivalry today between the two of them, <laughs> just because James Franco said Tobey Maguire had frog-like features. 
I can bag once that. Once again, James Franco and Harry Osborne both dicks. It does kind of look like Frog, if I'm being honest. But yeah, maybe they wrote in conflict with them for the next movie. Because they're like, oh, these guys hate each other. Yeah. That, that'll come oh. off well. That'll be easy to act for Toby since he can't do anything else. But. Um, some of the other actors that were considered to play J, J. Jonah Jameson, uh, Hugh Laurie, who plays uh, Dr. House and House, uh, Michael Keaton was considered, Joe Paxton, and before all that was before J.K. Simmons was cast. But Stan Lee actually really wanted to play uh, Triple J. And he even auditioned for the role in this movie, uh, but it, it was kind of determined that he wasn't quite right for it. Um, then he later went on to say that I just thought that was interesting that Stan Lee really wanted to be uh, J. Jonah Jameson in this movie. I would like to see that, honestly. He d- his cameo in this movie is so small, oh, too. Yeah. And it, like, it cuts away, and then like it's shaky. It's him it's like, like barely moving a kid out of the way. Like it Basically, he wasn't even there. Definitely like a top five worst cameo of his, for sure, in any movie. I wonder if he, if he gets the role and isn't just a cameo in this movie. How does that transform like him being a cameo down the line? Like that probably doesn't happen as much anymore. Like he's not because because after I don't know is he a cam is there a cameo in X Men? I think uh, there might be probably the first X Men. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm not sure. This might be his first one. Did he create the X Men? I don't know. Well, I mean, he just he did all the Marvel. <laughs> Either way, well, I think this movie kind of propels that like it has to be a thing in all in all Marvel movies. There has yeah. to be a Stan Lee cameo. In Spider Man right? Three, he has like a really long spiel with. Tommy McGuire. It's probably like a minute scene. I think it's his longest, where he's like, "Oh, if uh, if you're just a normal person, you can make a difference or something like that." So I mean, they probably made up for it with with this. He, they didn't give him Triple J, and he had a pretty crappy cameo. His, his cameo in uh, Into um, the Spider Verse is really good, um, where he's like selling comic books, and like uh, Miles Morales comes in and he's like buys a comic book for him. Do you remember that at all? No, uh, kinda. He does have. Or he buys the he buys the costume like the Spider Man costume at a costume shop. Oh, Stanley's working. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yes, he does have uh, cameos in X Men and X Men: The Last Stand. Yeah, so X Men was probably his first one, and then he's in. Oh, that's he right. Here is he's at the hot beach. dog stand. When when the when Kelly goes yeah when there. he comes out he's like what the hell oh I like his cameo in a Deadpool too where he's like the strip club DJ or something I think that's his best. Yeah. Um, Alright, so that's kind of all of our categories So now we'll move on We'll each give it a rating You're going to look at me and you're going to tell me that I'm wrong? Am I wrong? My favorite. I think Connor's probably going to have the highest rating So we'll start with him Out of 69, what do you give this movie? Uh, so I give this movie a 43 uh, Out of 69 um, <laughs> Just because like obviously we've hit on it that the fact that uh, like the acting is not great, um, but I like what's really driving it home for me is that like the 2002 like special effects and CGI and like the action sh- scenes are all like pretty good. So, all right, I'll go next. I uh, gave it one score higher. I gave it a 44. Mm-hmm. I might have the highest score here. It's kind of <laughs> depressing. Oh yeah, just sort of everything I said. I don't, I don't like Tobey Maguire in this movie, and that's how I'm supposed to root for. I feel like so if I don't like him. I mean, yeah. I think 44 out of 69 is pretty reasonable from what I said last. I think Last Jedi was like 38, 39. Yeah, 38. So it's not like I hate this movie. Sort of just like the, eh, all right. Yeah, I'd watch it again, but probably, so, uh, probably like be on my phone the entire time. So actually, I'm one score lower than that. <laughs> and I, I gave it a 42, which means our, our show score of the day is 43, which actually ties what our score was for the Last Jedi as well. 
also collected. Wow. Disrespectful in this movie. <laughs> so apparently this movie is just as good in our eyes, and I, I agree. Um, this is, I gave it a higher score than The Princess Bride because I would probably rewatch this movie again, but it's definitely probably not. A, like Of all the superhero movies, this is probably one of the worst superhero movies there is. Keep so. The Princess Bride out of your mouth. Boy. <laughs> yeah, I like the Fantastic Don't movie. know what you're talking about. All right. Um, now so, one last thing you keep saying I'm sorry to go off on this tangent <laughs> you keep saying oh I never watched The Princess Bride again I feel like if you look up most rewatchable movies of all time like The Princess Bride is on that list but I'm not gonna watch it that's fine but you just keep saying oh I'm never gonna watch it again so that's why I gave it a low score BS everybody like dude I don't know that's a universally like oh I can watch that movie a billion times and find something new but I personally did not that's fine that that's fine but you just I, keep I, saying I, that I over and over again like it's a good argument that, that just pisses me off I'm there's I, good I, movies that are not rewatchable I'm not saying there's not. I'm just saying you keep using that reason like, oh, that's why I don't like The Princess Bride. What do you gain when you watch Just, Just come up with a different Just come up with a different line when you're like, I don't like The Princess Bride. Like, oh, it was boring. Blah, blah, blah. It was this. I didn't it like that. The second that's time? fine. No. Yeah. I mean, you haven't seen it a second time, so I don't know. How, how do you know, buddy? <laughs> All right, Connor. Yeah, I've it's... never seen The Princess Bride. <laughs> so. Don't waste your time. <laughs> right. It's not worth it. Mm. You, actually, you would probably like it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. Um... I didn't tell Connor about this, but we kind of do like a little bit of a recommendation thing at the end. Uh, just if you've watched anything recently, um, whether it's a movie or a TV show or something that you've seen, a YouTube series maybe, just anything you've been watching or anything that you want to recommend to the viewers. Hey, what, do you, what have you been watching, Corbin? Um, let it. Well, uh, the last, so I'm, I'm still trying to get through the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, so that's been taking up a lot of my time recently. I watch it in about 10 minutes spurts, <laughs> and I gotta turn it off. <laughs> um, I do not recommend that necessarily. How long will it take to finish a four hour movie in 10 I'm, minutes? I'm at, I'm at two hours right now, <laughs> and, and Superman's still dead, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's tough. That movie did not need to be four hours, but it's a conversation for another day. Uh, movie that I watched recently is Boys in the Hood. Uh, I watched it for one of my classes, but actually uh, a really good movie. Uh, a tough one. A Spike Lee? Uh, no. I don't know what movie it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Ice Cube in it, but uh, and Cuba Good Judy. Friday? Um, it is from John Singleton, I think. Am I right? Yes, John Singleton. Uh, his debut as a director. Um, pretty good movie, though. Very nice. Uh, a sad one, but a good one. I'm also going to rec, rec some movies. So I, I mentioned earlier, J.K. Simmons, great actor. Two of my favorite movies that he's in are Whiplash with uh, Miles Teller and then Palm Springs that has Andy Samberg in it. Um, those are both really great movies that he is a part of. And then finally, uh, there's a movie called Molly's Game, which is directed by... Um, oh, God. Why can't I remember? <laughs> I'm an idiot. Soderbergh, the Fringe Man? I don't know. No, no, no. It's by... Aaron Sorkin, Molly's Game, which is directed oh, and written by Aaron Sorkin. The it's, writer, the it's writer. based on a, oh, he directed it too, but. Yeah, but he's um, the big writer. Right, he wrote. He doesn't story. direct much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is his first direct, uh, directorial, directorial debut, Molly's Game. Um, it's a movie that's based on a true story, and in the movie, it's about uh, this, like, lady who becomes, like, starts running these illegal poker games, and there's a, a character in the movie played by Michael Sarah, known as, like, Player X, um, and it's based on a real-life person who came to these poker games Toby Grace and no, no it's, it's Toby Maguire <laughs> so I figured we'd, we'd, if you, if you ever want to see what Toby Maguire is like in the real world maybe he's, he's a bit of a dick poker yeah, he's player he's just an so, asshole poker player I think, I think it's pretty funny um, that Michael Sarah plays Toby Maguire essentially in this movie so Molly's game check it out you got anything 
Uh, I'm not really a big like TV show or movie watching guy, but I do watch a lot of YouTube. Uh, recently, I discovered Chiz Plays <laughs> on YouTube. I know Cody's a fan. Good channel. <laughs> so go ahead and check that out. You like backyard baseball. You play that as a kid. Check that like out. watching Wii games. <laughs> Mario Super Sluggers. <laughs> also good game. Yeah, um, I'm still on the High Met Your Mother trail. Coming to the last two seasons, limping man. to the limping to the finish line. What's next? What's after high? Oh my god! Well, no, I was gonna say, watch the last season. I, I probably will, but why not? Um, yeah, I, was, I had a hankering to watch um, Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street the other day. I so really I just that. thought about that too. Those are great movies. Corbin's talking. I think Jonah Hill is actually like really underrated as like a leading comedy man. So I think Jonah Hill is underrated in general. He can he's really good in comedies, but he also can act pretty seriously as well. There's a movie with. Yeah, and I was going to say, if you're going to watch an Aaron Sorkin movie, you might as well just watch Social Network. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're messing around with Molly's game. Just, just go straight to the good stuff. But yeah, those are my recommendations. Don't worry, you won't get far on foot. Is a good movie that has Joaquin Phoenix and Jonah Hill. Not very serious. Sounds like a book. I probably will. I think it's actually based on a true story. But... I don't read books. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about War Dogs? Have you seen War Dogs? Nah, I do want to watch that. It's oh, not yeah. Netflix. Yeah, I saw That's a good that. one. Uh, Miles Teller. Overrated. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, next week, I think I already know a movie I have picked out. It's one I have to watch for my class, but it's one of my uh, favorites of the last decade. So, what movie? Uh, look out for that. No, we can't tell the viewers. I'll tell you after. <laughs> Why can't you tell them? Then, then they can watch it with us. Teaser. It's one of the top five movies of the 2010s. That's according all. to who? That's all. According to me and according to <laughs> according so, to you. That could, that's... According to me and I think according to most. Lists. Just say the movie. No, I'm good. Thanks, guys. Oh, thanks for watching. Have a good one. Anything to say before we head out, Connor? Uh, no. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming on the show. and Appreciate it. We'll have more guests in the future, and maybe you'll come back one day, and we'll talk about uh, Infinity War. The Dark <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's not invited back. Oh. Love you, Cappers. See you next time. <laughs>